always written instructions make value and add value than giving oral instructions. Always listen carefully. It teaches a lot of lesson. Only when you listen carefully, you can communicate well. I'm a hardcore Bangalorean, born, bred and brewed in Bangalore. This is the 37th episode of Dream 100 Show with Mr. TK Chandramoli. Welcome to Dream 100 Show, listener. I'm your host, Savita Hosamani. Each week, we interview today's most successful and inspiring business owners with winning teams who had the courage to chase their dreams in spite of all their challenges. Or we go on to explore one aspect of evolving business owners, cultivating their inner strengths for personal growth, which will impact business profits positively. Join us as we bring you everything that goes on in the minds of successful business owners during decision-making process and gain insights to make smarter decisions. In today's episode, we talk to Mr. T.K. Chandramauli, who is a second-generation entrepreneur and has successfully completed three decades at his printing press, W.Q. Judge Press, which was established by his father and uncle. In his day-to-day transactions and interactions in the printing press, he identified that there was a lack of effective communication from his suppliers, vendors, and customers, which was impacting the business. To bridge that gap, he expanded his horizons from printing to coaching and started off with Mowley's outward bound transformational coaching to be gainfully occupied. He entertains and educates individuals and groups as a edutainer. He is very passionate about his experience in travel, wildlife and adventure sports. He has a very, very inspirational story of fundraising in just 24 hours. So let's hear it out from him right here, right now. So welcome to Dream 100 Show, Mr. Chandramuli. It's a pleasure having you here. I'm delighted to be here, Savita. Awesome. As I understand, you are a second generation entrepreneur. So what uh, inspired you to join the same business? See, uh, I have been a very slow learner and uh, I've been a very ordinary student all my life. So even after college, it's the same thing. So there was no inspiration, no motivation because I had no other uh, choice. I would never get work anywhere. So my father said, join the printing industry because he was running a press. He says, if you think you can learn hands-on, it would be much better. There are a lot of courses in printing, of course, but uh, he suggested that I join the press. I uh, I take it hands-on, learn exactly what's happening because um, obviously uh, my folks knew that that's the way that I learned, uh, not in the four walls. And if you tell me something in the PowerPoint presentation there, there was no PowerPoint those days, but then you come work hands-on, know exactly what is paper, what is ink, what is a machine, uh, how does it run? And, um, you know, the technology will uh, automatically follow. And uh, he says, that's the way you learn. And uh, that's why I joined the press. um, And then I found that every day was a difference in business. Every day there was a different customer, different need. 
So I realized that's what my inspiration. I said, okay, the days are not going to be monotonous. Every day, the same job. Like so many people come and say, oh, this morning I went, I switched on the green button, production happened. Night I came back, switched on the red button, I went home. How boring. <laughs> that work? But my book is not like that. I don't switch on any green button, red button. Everything depends on me. The green and the red buttons are in my hands. I constantly switch between them. Today is the mobile, but those days, well, it was all kinds of buttons I'm saying, you know, printing, something was letterpress printing, something was offset printing, something was screen printing, something had paper to do, something had finishing, something had to do with binding, something had to do with communication, some of the instructions are not all right. So various things that were there. So that's printing is all about, it's not just press of a button, you get a uh, paper printout. No, sorry, it's completely mm-hmm. different. So I realized that and that's what inspired me to uh, be an entrepreneur in the, the, the printing industry. Okay, so how was your interaction with uh, customers? Because you went as a newbie. So you had a lot of learning curve. So what were your major learnings in the printing industry? Exactly. Um, I never used to talk to customers. What I used to do is my we had a manager at that point of time and my father and my uncle were managing. So whenever um, uh, some new customers come, all obviously my father and my uncle would, uh, would love to introduce my son, my nephew or whatever it is. So I used to come and stand there with folded hands like any other office boy used to stand, no? Mm-hmm. You stand there like an office boy. I was a glorified postman. So get this, I'll get this. Get that, get that. Now, what happened in doing these errands was I learned exactly what was needed. So when I used to take the customer, everything was here. So scale, pencil, sample, everything was my eyes. You open a drawer, everything was gone. I know afterwards saying that go get this, go get that. No, everything was with me. So I used to just stand there and listen to customers, what they say, what are the instructions they give. What are the kind of uh, talks that happen between the customer and the, uh, the entrepreneur? That's my father and my uh, my uncle. Then after that, um, when they leave, the, the manager was called. The, either the compositor or the binder or somebody was called. They were given the instructions. They were written instructions. And that I realized always written instructions make value and add value than giving oral instructions. So every time they used to painfully write everything. Today, that is completely gone. They message, text or do something. But they used to write out everything because that fellow puts it on the board and he knows. He doesn't have to go back to ask for instructions. Instructions are there. Or the customer is given. The moment the customer calls and makes alterations, immediately they come back to the paper and make alterations. Of course, there's a one plus one copy. One lies on the table here. And one is with other people. So that's what I learned. That instructions-driven printing industry is completely instruction-driven. You learned written communication. That was your major first learning. Absolutely. I mean, that has been there right from my school days and college days because um, I was part of uh, you know various groups like uh, quizzing and theater and uh, you know scouts and NCC and all that. Wherever all was instruction driven, because the NCC, for example, if you see the commanding officer gives you an instruction, you got to follow it thoroughly. And uh, we were driven by instructions even now. So we were given instructions, say, this is what it is done. This is what it is done. So it's written instructions are important and that is followed. And then production takes place. If you don't give instructions, then the, what kind of printing to be done, what color to be printed, what copies to be given, how it is to be bound. What is the size of paper? What is the color of fonts? What are the size of fonts? What are the margins that are required in each page? You can't keep everything by heart. So it has to be written instructions. What were the top three challenges that you faced as you progressed? Frankly speaking, the human element is always an issue. Whatever kind of instructions you give, they are bound to be mistakes. Whatever kind of instructions you give, they are bound to be procrastination. Whatever kinds of instruction you give, how much you drive them, the workforce is a workforce. They will not work that way. That's why the India's um, you know, per capita working hours is not gone up more than 48 minutes in a day. 
where Japan is seven hours and Germany is about six and a half hours. We don't work eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. And then there's a chaiwala coming, then you spend time, then you gossip, then you go here, go there, get that material, get this material. If everything procrastination, so I have to drive them. What? See, I was telling the people that there is nothing called rashness. When you're driving on the road, when you're driving rashly is different. Driving quickly, driving, make sure the other person also follows the trail and you move on the road is also quickness. So the difference between quickness and rashness was not understood. So that's the great challenge I found. Everything was wanted yesterday by customers. Give it today, urgent. Are they getting married? Urgently. Huh? They're following, uh, they're opening some office? Urgently. They want to go somewhere? Urgently. But nobody's on time. So here also the same issue. They want urgently, but we are not giving it on time. Why? Because delays are there. Then you tell them to buy the paper. Then there is some problem. There is some strike there. Some roadblock is there. Paper doesn't come on time. So these are challenges we found. Finally, I found putting men and materials together was the most difficult aspect of, uh, in fact, any industry, production industry and printing industry especially. You were a second generation entrepreneur with the business. Must have been quite profitable for uh, you to continue to the second generation as well. You started looking into different options. What made you to look at that second option in your life? Frankly, Savita, it's a myth that all the printers make a lot of money. No, we have a lot of work, but no business. Because we work from morning to night, morning to night, labor is very expensive. And then finally, when you enter the product, when they give you, say, no, no, we can't pay you this much, we can't pay you that much. Labor is the one that's cut, unfortunately. They pay for material cost, but for labor, they think labor is cheap. But unfortunately, labor is not inexpensive. Okay, I don't use the word cheap because we are paying them well. So I look after all my employees very well, Provident Fund, uh, ESI, we give them bonus, we give them coffee and tea in the morning and the afternoon. And, uh, you know, once I have a nice lunch for them, we have some puja and then we give all the prasad to them. All this happens, you take care of them well. But the fact is that ultimately the customer says, okay, this budget is not within my reach or probably I can't pay you so much. Every time this happens. So we end up doing more work for less, um, you know, uh, revenue. So ultimately, the profits are not a very huge anyway. So we always try to keep the ends meeting many of the times. It's a nice industry to be in. We have to cater to so many customers. There's so many needs. If you actually realize a wedding does not take place without a wedding card those days, okay? And the hotel cannot move because without, there's no menu cards in that. So the restaurant business cannot run. We used to print a lot of tickets for movies and plays. So what happens? They will not run without the tickets. Then I realized, well, what is my industry doing there? Okay, because the buses are playing, the planes are flying, the trains are going, the printing industry is the one who's getting the tickets and whatever those were given those days. So the industry actually, in my opinion, was the top of the priority. But if you see, even in the balance sheet, printing and stationery is last, you are paid last, paid late, so we pay interest. So that's why the revenues uh, were lower. Otherwise, uh, it's a good industry to work in. Printing what happens ultimately, you reject the letterhead is not all right, you make another letterhead in you. It's not a life and death scenario. So we have uh, issues like this. We have um, lost money due to some rejections. Not entirely our fault. Sometimes it's ours, sometimes it's uh, the clients also. Mm-hmm. You're compensated. But well, uh, I had to look at other avenues basically to be gainfully occupied. This was intellectually occupied, yes. But gains were not there. No? So I had to look at some other opportunity to see how I can earn a little extra money. So what was that uh, second option that you looked into? Well, there were two options those days. One was the um, the event management, which I ran for about 15 years, uh, called Dress Circle Productions. 
So anybody who came an invitation card and said, okay, we're opening a new office, then I would pitch in and say, okay, let's do the uh, opening for you. I will get people. I was also a public speaker um, almost at that point of time. I said, I will, um, you know, compare your show. I will get Asher and Asherat because I knew a lot of boys and girls were in road track. So we used to come and, uh, you know, collect the uh, invitations and collect the visiting cards and letterheads, registration that was there. And then we could provide them goodie bags because the press was there. I had uh, some place. So you give goodie bags. They used to give goodie bags. You know, they said you have a pad, a pen, a pencil, maybe a cup or a mug or a t-shirt or something. I said, I can gather all these, put them into a nice bag. I can print the bag again. We can have these called the goodie bags and then we can distribute to the, to the conference people when they're coming. So all these, then I started, okay, I told them that is a separate business. This is a separate business. Okay, that we will do as a service. This is uh, as a product based. So yes, we got through and suddenly I found that that was more profitable than the press hub. Then um, mm-hmm. 15 years we ran it. Very mm-hmm. good, very profitable, very interesting also. You said there were two options. So this was one option. What was the other option? And of course, second was the training. I found the abysmal kind of communication that uh, happened at the uh, the uh, events and the uh, the printing press. Uh, we had not too many emails those days. These instructions were coming on the telephone or they used to write a note and send. And every time the instruction was always ordinary. It was not clear. We always believe in clear instructions, clear communication. Unfortunately, that was non-existent. Simply print this, uh, you know, 7 by 5, do blueing. I said, hello, you don't do blueing. You'll have to print in blueing. <laughs> See, these are the small things. Okay, I'm not talking about it in English. But the fact is that, you know, if you, you say you do something in blue, then I say, what do I do in blue? Mm-hmm. I can do a t-shirt. I can do this. So I got all these things together. And once um, somebody gave me... Um, some invitation to print and said, print this, uh, you know, invitation. I want this urgently. I simply emailed and asked them the question, you want it vertically or horizontally? The gentleman was wild with me. He says, what do you mean? If you don't know your business, what are you do business? I said, what do you mean? I don't know my business. I'm just asking you a simple question, your perspective. So then I realized even the word perspective is not in their perspective. They don't even understand that simple thing. And that gentleman was a manager of a company. So I went to the HR and said, this is your manager. This is what is communication. I placed everything in front. I said, let me come and give them a talk. I don't know about training those days. I said, I'll come and give her a talk. I'll give them a guideline as to how they have to communicate to their suppliers. Because today I'm a printer supplier. Tomorrow it's some other supplier. So every supplier will be happy to supply to you, to your company, because your communication is quite clear and categorical. They were very impressed. So I did it free. But then after that, the R became silent. <laughs> free. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> after that, I said, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, will, I will shorten my stuff. I take out the R, though it becomes a smaller one. So uh, I get paid for my services. So you said you were a public uh, speaker. So how did your uh, speaking journey start? Exactly in the in the office again, I used to communicate with all my workers. So I realized that uh, I told you right in the beginning how I had to communicate with them. So one was a binder, one was a compositor, one was a customer. And then uh, finally, what happened was uh, many of the people were not, um, you know, were quite conversant with uh, English, uh, not conversant with the other languages. Then I realized that the languages play a very important role. Uh, the moment I know the language the customer is speaking, I speak to him in Kannada, Tamil, Telugu, whatever language, immediately the customer says, okay. And after that, you know, what's the greatest advantage I had in talking all the languages? No bargaining. <laughs> like, you are quotation. Ah, how na? Bagundi. Chenda, chenda, mere chenda. Telugu fellow. 
ಹೌದಾ ಕನ್ನಡದಲ್ಲಿ ಮಾತಾಡ್ತೀರಾ ನೀವು ಕನ್ನಡದವರ ಇಲ್ಲ ಜಡ್ಜ್ ಪ್ರೆಸ್ ಏನೋ ಪ್ರೆಸ್ ಹೆಸರು ಇಂಗ್ಲಿಷ್ ಹೆಸರು ಇಂಗ್ಲಿಷ್ ಅವರು ಕನ್ನಡದವರು ನಮ್ಮವರು ಓಕೆ ಮಾಡಿ ಮಾಡಿ ಪರ ಇಲ್ಲ ಡೋಂಟ್ ವರಿ ಡೋಂಟ್ ವರಿ ಅಬೌಟ್ ದಾಸ್ಟ್ ವಿಲ್ ಪೇ ಇಟ್ ಲೈಕ್ ದಾಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾಪನ್ ದೆನ್ ಹಿಂದಿ ಅರೆ ಆಪ್ ಇದನ್ನ ಅಚ್ಚೆ ಹಿಂದಿ ಬಾತ್ ಕರ್ರೆ ಅರೆ ಮೇಲೆ ಸುಜಾಕಿ ಆಪ್ ನಾರ್ತ್ ಸೇ ಆಪ್ ತೋ ಸೌತ್ ಸೇ ಬೆಂಗ್ಳೂರ್ ವಾಲೆ ವಾ ಇದನ್ನ ಅಚ್ಚ ಹಿಂದಿ ಬಾತ್ ಕರ್ರೆ ಹಮ್ಕೊ ಖುಷ್ ಹೋಗ್ಯ ಹಮ್ ಆಫೀಸ್ ಬಾತ್ ಕರೆಂಗೆ ಆಫೀಸ್ ಧಂದಾ ಕರೆಂಗೆ ಅಚ್ಚ ಠೀಕ್ ಹೇ ದೋ ತೀ ದಿನ ಜಾದಾ ಹೋಗ್ಯ ತೋ ಚಲೇಗ ಕೋಯ್ ಬಾತ್ ಜಲೇಗೆ ಸೋ ಯು ಸೀ ವಾಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾಪನ್ ದಿ ಲ್ಯಾಂಗ್ವೇಜಸ್ ಕನೆಕ್ಟ್ they don't disconnect you have a heart to heart talk in the language that you are so that's what i realized i convert them to speaking skills and i started telling them boss this is communication i'm not just talking to you i'm communicating you please listen and i found that listening was the greatest asset that i had because i could listen to people and then i should understand and that is a probably um, what my god's gift because i didn't have any uh, formal education in all these things my education is very ordinary uh, i was only an average student 50% student all my life never scored a gold medal uh, no uh, you know doctorate or anything like that but then i went through uh, bcom then i did law then i had some financial background because i had to understand the business and then um, that's how i started speaking everywhere i should take the opportunity to speak so they used to say speak up so i'll be the first one i'll say I'll speak up so i make the mistakes uh, they will correct me uh, i knew at that point that i'm okay i'm getting classes I'm mentored free of cost awesome so you said you first uh, started off with communication but how did you arrive at a proper training module for this kind of communication right so that that's exactly started again from the printing press only then i um, have so many customers there were some corporate customers then there were customers in the transport industry there were customers in the the um, the other printers used to be my uh, i used to print for some other printers when they had a problem with company so i categorically compartmentalized each one of them i said okay for corporate customer this is what it is you know more of english but unfortunately you don't know how to communicate please give these instructions this is what you do then i went to the hotel industry then i knew the um, how the hotel industry works there the training is much different it's more of um, you know you can never get angry over there it's all um, you know always um, everything to be received because every time the customer comes there they are angry whatever it is and then i looked at the hospital industry we were doing some work for uh, some clinics and all that all these uh, doctors used to come we used to do their prescription pads clinics report reports all that we used to do then i found out the hospital industry people are employed there are always sometimes uh, you know unfortunate they get irritated you ask another question they get irritated then i took that sector and said hospitality industry in the hospital industry everybody come there as sick people everybody is not happy people so but you have to be happy and smile at them to welcome them because your hospital is providing them services so hospital industry hospitality industry then of course i so loved uh, you know my wine and the beer and all that so then i knew um, how to pour the beer how to pour the wine how to drink wine how to show the wine bottle how to pour all these things happen and i said boss i know this also so your hospitality industry i will be helpful not only in telling them how to speak to customers but also how to pour the beer how to pour the wine how to hold the bottle how to all these things i'll do ah that makes sense okay you come and train us each one had a different uh, compartment and uh, i knew a lot of people who were below the rung uh, workers so i had to communicate with them in the local language people said yes 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 please come everybody talks in english people cannot understand so i went there uh, talking to them in kannada tamil hindi telugu whatever whatever and make sure the workers are working how to own the company rather than say you're working for the company uh, and that's how i started and uh, each one was a division each one is separate hospital industry hospitality industry the corporate industry then for the students i had a lot of students from the printing industry uh shishti school of design uh, national institute of design lot of designing students and all that so there also they needed uh, because they had one uh, paper of for printing so with printing 
I also taught them how to communicate. So that was another category. So that's how I compartmentalized each one of them and made my own modules, all based on the practical experience that I had in the office with my customers. Mm-hmm. So my father and my um, uncle had passed away at that point of time, and then I had to do everything myself. So my day starts at five in the morning, ends at twelve in the night. So how would you manage both the businesses? Frankly, um, Savita, the printing press work starts about eight thirty nine in the morning. Six o'clock, six fifteen, it's over. If there is overtime, fine. Some managers they'll take through. So I knew, um, you know, what happens in Bangalore typically, right? When I was young, young people, uh, you know, before we were married and all that, you know, every day there is some uh, cabaret happening somewhere, some dance happening somewhere, play happening, somebody's drinking, some party. Every day, six o'clock, you go away. I said, I'm not going to be that kind of a person because I have a responsible business out here. If I run away like this every day, it's going to be difficult. So I said, what do I do between six and nine in the evening? One is upskilling my skills. Being in theatre, you know, learning something more, and then uh, I said, okay, morning I have the time, two three hours, I can learn something. No internet, nothing goes there. I could sit a book, I can take a book, I can write down, I can do all that. So uh, five in the morning, little bit of fitness and all that, and six six thirty, sit down and start, um, you know, uh, writing and reading and all that. So till eight o'clock in the morning, I learn. Then six to nine, I said, how can I give back what I've learned? And I went and did my law. Actually, I finished my um, law in the evening college only, and that got hooked on. I said, now law is over, no more study. Now I must see what I can do between six and nine in the evening. Okay, Rotary is there, Rotaract, you think of Rotary. Then I went and joined theater. I did some theater over there. And then I said, okay, now I can impart this uh, to educate people. Then I started started calling them educational sessions, how I can train people to public speaking, to uh, better communication. Suppose you are giving instructions to your salesman, this is what you can give. So slowly I started off like this. You know what, those days we start 30 rupees, 40 rupees an hour, 100 rupees an hour. I used to uh, earn the money, which is for my own stuff, my own adventure activities, from buying my own uh, clothes, running my two-wheeler. Father never used to give money and there was not money in the office. So I used to earn these. And that's how I uh, I said, okay, this is how I earn, and this is uh, no dependence on anybody. My, uh, you know, uh, energy, uh, my enthusiasm, my knowledge, my skill, even the ten rupees that I earn uh, was very close to my heart. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, but uh, were there not any complaints from your family friend because uh, uh, five in the morning and up till nine in the night you are engaged in your own activities? So, yes. How did you take it? Yeah, not much complaint. The wedding uh, happened and then uh, my wife also is from company. She's an English teacher. So she'll be there in some class and then correct my English. You know what happens with the teacher, right? <laughs> so she's to correct my English and say, you're not, your English is not good. Your pronunciation is not good. Uh, this is not good. That, okay, fine. That's a critical environment. And then after that, sometimes I used to, the son was born, uh, took my son along with all these places. And then they used to be playing outside and then son used to listen. Uh, so it's good now because the son has also taken up uh, training. So it's also good. So what's happened is I used to involve all of them, the family also. I said, okay, six o'clock, what you do is you finish, you take an auto, come to the office. I will not go pick them up. You come to the office. We'll go to the theater. We'll go, uh, you know, probably to a park. We'll do this. But in the meantime, when I'm talking to somebody, one hour program is there. So I have a one hour program. I said, you people can listen to me. You can be outside, sitting outside, whatever it is. Once you finish that, we can have a dinner. We can probably eat something and then move off. So they also cooperated. And the traffic and this was not so great. And they were all lovely because I had my mother at home uh, looking after my sister was there. Brother-in-law was there. So we were all uh, there. So uh, there was not anybody lonely at home. Mm-hmm. Many a times I used to invite some people at home and uh, the house also we used to give conversation talking, but the fee was not there at home, but wherever I did outside, I used to charge. So these people will come look at me, what I'm doing once I finish my work. And I knew that they know that I'm not wasting my time. 
I'm actually gainfully occupied. So that sense of belonging, sense of commitment, sense of dedication was also ingrained into my wife, my mother, my child, everybody. I was actually practicing what I was preaching. Wow. So how did you bring in that element of entertainment into your uh, training concept? I finally found that without humor, without entertainment, nobody's going to learn anything. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Uh, you know, Kishore Kumar was once called to a, a lovely program to give the prizes uh, in a college function. And it so happened that the penultimate, the, the final item was, um, you know, individual singing competition. And uh, one, one boy won the competition. He sung uh, a Kishore Kumar song and he won the competition. And um, Kishore Da, you know, is a true story, by the way. And um, Kishore Da, you know, is a, is a very uh, cranky person and also a very straightforward person. So he called the boy, put his hand in the tap and said, Bacha, kya gana gaya? Fantastic, bohut acha gana gaya. But ek baat hai, tu mera gana gaya. Mere jaise gana gaya. The boy was stunned. Then everybody is clapping. Everybody stood quiet. And this boy was just dropped like a bomb. I mean, he didn't know what to do. He says, no, no, no. Try, be original, be authentic. Try and see how you can sing the same song in your own uh, voice that you have. And also try and see if you can change a little bit. It's okay because that will be your original style. Then I tell them, my dear friends, never ever try and copy anybody. Your authenticity and your originality will be yours always. So that's how I start each one of them. And then say, oh my God, yeah, we didn't know that. So I have somehow... Cut that. Today it's all copy paste. Those are also the same thing. You store the library, copy and paste it. I said, plagiarism is not in for you. Be original. Write your own scripts. Write your own, um, you know, talks. Write your own messages. Please don't copy from somebody. So like that, for each one of them, I had a nice story to tell them. Put them together. And I said, this is more entertaining for them. Because at the moment, say Kishore Kumar, everybody says, ah, <laughs> Kishore Kumar. So I knew. Then everybody laughs. So I knew the moment you laugh, the moment you get entertained, your assimilation of knowledge and to take that core point, now they will not forget anything. They will not forget Kishore Kumar, nor they will forget the incident, nor they will forget the word originality and authenticity. So everybody wants to be authentic and original. I don't want to copy my style. I am doing this. So I'm very happy about it. And it's not selfishness. I told them it's not selfishness. Being original and authentic is not selfishness. So be what you are. Don't try to copy. It's okay if you're okay. Whatever position you are, greatness is yours. So there was a certain element of transformation which was happening in each training. Yes. So how would you measure? Like what is the degree of transformation that happened? So this is what I always used to tell them that uh, now you uh, know about authenticity. Now you're going to talk about clarity. Then there's a clarity. Fine. Clarity is fine. You know how you're talking, how clarity is. And then be specific in talking. If you're talking about something, be specific. You have to be specific on a particular topic you're talking about, talk about. Then I give them um, probably exercises. One week, two weeks, 10 days, 15 days, one month, two months. Depends on the, the kind of um, money that I earn out of it. Uh, how many days they can pay for my fees or whatever. Then the various levels. And then I tell them, uh, you come back after a month, after a week, after 10 days, and I want everything written, recorded. What happened? Then, um, you know, there's a speech that you've written. You have to come and I'll give you a couple of audience, like my friends, my family, whatever it is. Everybody listen to you. We have listened to you. Earlier, we used to record and tape record it. You please speak now. And I used to tape record it. And that re recording was there. One month later, I'll play the record. This is what you were one month earlier when you came for the class. See, this is my recording. 
because it was tape recorder tape was so easy you know anywhere battery player you keep it you press it it'll switch on it'll it's so easy for us so and then one month later i'll come see your written rolls speed your practice all this now i'm going to record again record it play it again you see the difference you have 50 to 60% improvement the ah um u i i know where all these crutch words they say is all cut now you are at least able to construct a sentence properly you are talking continuously that is what is important your voice and body i don't know because i can't see it on the on uh, the tape recorder nice gestures you make it so i know that this is here and give both the cassettes back to them and say okay you play it and see uh, one is uh, first of uh, january uh, just a hypothetical example and look at this first of february look at the difference that you have and then you talk to other people and find out what they are and then many people have uh, you know they send comments and say sir thank you so much today in my uh, college i took up this and i won the first place and the teacher was very surprised she says david 6 months ago you couldn't even stand here and talk today look at uh, ramesh uh, today he's won the allocation competition awesome i said completely not mine his effort is also there but i know okay this gentleman of 6 months ago he was like that and today is like this mm-hmm. so that's your usp is it <laughs> yeah we even now now because of mobile and all is there record otherwise those days you will see i had so many i threw away all the cassettes now i didn't have i don't unfortunately i didn't know i should have kept something at least for uh, posterity um but they they didn't usually in the house you know you want so many cassettes what are you going to do all waste throw it throw it already junk in the house i said okay throw it what are you going to do with the cassettes i should have kept some and seen how somebody spoke one month earlier and then after six months what they are and today how they are uh, <laughs> major transformation so they all said sir thank you so much i i actually they were persons who completely changed the way they behave even uh, dressing sense for example i told them presentability is not just presentability of your voice uh, unpressed clothes uh, you know uncombed hair unkept um, facial hair i think everything contributes i mean transformation is not necessarily just about the inner self the outer also is there i mean you will have to uh, take care of that also because the moment somebody sees your unpolished shoes they say oh my god this guy is not good immediately what happens they don't even care about what you're going to say because they say if you can't keep take care of your own shoe what you're going to take care of other people so mm-hmm. all these are playing psychologically in the mind and then um, i went to nimhans and then got hold of some um, psychologists and psychiatrists and then slowly asked them what do you guys do uh, when you want to find out about somebody's attitude behavior assertive sense and all that so i got a few tips here and there because i was printing for nimhans and uh, these doctors gave me some tips so i took those tips i inculcated in my talks that's how um, i said transformation is much better than just coaching just coaching doesn't make sense you know i mean they have to evolve and i never use the word improvement i said you're all improved people they got 100 marks in accounts what more you're going to get you cannot get even 100.1 you already got 100 <laughs> rafael nadal is already the world champion ronaldo is the best football player sachin tendulkar is a god of cricket but still they are playing practicing 4 hours 5 hours a day why they are trying to evolve they are trying to enrich themselves and they are trying to um, you know not improve they already improved evolve yourself and enrich yourself don't just improve mm-hmm. did you face any challenges when you do this uh, kind of coaching when there is resistance from people and not everybody will be receptive to whatever you are saying so during such times how do you address this yeah every time there are a lot of people and say why should i do that i said don't do it it's okay it's your choice no it's your perspective if you say you don't like sweets you don't like sweets i mean i am not the one to question you but you are paying for it 
you take a value out of it because it's just like paper again i use the same industry you are uh, you are printing on one side of paper and you're wasting it no this is one side of paper you're printing it and then you're wasting there sir i said you're paying for two sides of paper use it that's what i'm telling telling you you're printing on one side and wasting the paper is still your choice you're wasting the paper then you'll say oh eco friendly is not there wasting paper and all that no you're printing on both sides of paper one side of paper you print and then you have some proof to take or something to write right on the other side of paper Mm-hmm. You take an envelope that you get; it's blank everywhere. When the address is there, you tear the envelope, turn it the other side. Please write your uh, comments and uh, maybe your practice of uh, writing or something. You practice it there. After that, you can throw the paper. But at least you have utilized that. If you are like that in your life, you on one side the address is already written and you know what it is. Why can't you just flip the other side and also see that side of it? That is still blank. Hmm. The coin is there. You are seeing. Oh, there's only heads here. No, it's not only heads. I'm not cheating you by pasting two coins and saying both sides are heads. No, the one head is a tail. Look at the tail. Look at the head. That's why people go for a toss. You know, because somebody has to get the head. Somebody has to tail. And you say every time I want only heads, 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 and you don't want tails. I mean, that's again your choice. You will get tails at some point of time when you're tossing. So what will you do at that point of time? You have to take a decision. Well, some people have never improved. Some people um, say they can't. I said fine, can't. You have lost there itself. So I don't have to say anything further. Sir, I can't do this. I said, okay, fine. Unless you can say you can, you will try. That's a different point. So I gave the same um, quotations in uh, in, uh, in Hindi. There's a very nice uh, quote which Amitabh Bachchan says in Sharabi, which I will never forget. And every time I repeat, uh, many a times there, I says, "Zindagi mein vade aksar toot jaate hain. Zindagi mein aksar vade toot jaate hain. Khushish, kamyab ho jaate hain." Wow. <laughs> so uh, what was your uh, attempt uh, in the 24 hours uh, talking how did that happen <laughs> well that's again a, a nice story you know um, so when we had a committee meeting once we had this program in rotary for donating money for um, uh, you know sponsoring uh, child's education uh, puc and uh, you know degree Uh, medical engineering very expensive so we said let's start with puc engineering so as the meeting was happening um, i was telling them they wanted to have some uh, program for a musical program so they want to get a musical person pay him 6 7 lakhs or her 4 5 lakhs then you have it in chaudhaya pay another 1 lakh there there is that ticket printing advertisement and then finally you end up 20 lakhs so what happens you are earning about 8 lakh i said listen there is no point in spending 8 lakhs 10 lakhs and then earning 10 lakhs so what we should try and see is what all we can try and do spending less money and trying to see how much of uh, fund you can raise suddenly out of nowhere somebody shot out and says mauli you only talk yeah you don't give any concrete uh, solutions i think it happened in talking okay so you tell us what you can do i just stood one it just took me one second that time i immediately told the president i told him president sir i will raise sabne bol diya na i will talk and raise 10 lakhs for you मुझे बोला ना बात करता हूं और कुछ नहीं करता हूं सो इज इज ओनली आई एम ओनली टॉकिंग आई एम नॉट डूइंग एनीथिंग आई विल कन्वर्ट दिस टॉक्स इनटू स्पीचेस मे बी 10 लाख 12 लाख आई कैन रेज फॉर यू विद इन 24 आवर्स आई विल रेज दे आर स्टार्टेड लाफिंग मॉकिंग एट मी समबडी सेड यू आर अ स्टूपिड फेलो समबडी सेड यू आर एन इडियट समबडी ऑल यूजुअल यूजुअल कमेंट्स कम अप नो इन फ्रंट ऑफ एवरीबॉडी आई एम नॉट वरीड अबाउट ऑल दिस थिंग्स आई सेड बॉस यू से व्हाट यू वांट विद इन 24 आवर्स आई सेड नॉट नाउ 24 आवर्स बॉस यू गिव मी सम टाइम आई विल रेज दैट मनी Within 24 hours, I'll give you that money. But I don't know what I will. I I know what I'm going to do now. But it'll take take about eight nine months. He says after that I'll give it to you. That means your academic year is there, no? From this June to next June or this March to next March, you have your one year, no? That one year you want money from one member, I will give it to you. Then it took me about nine months 
to prepare. So I started preparing three hours talk for one month. So it took me eight months to do eight capsules of three hours. PowerPoint presentation, talk, script, everything. Then one month I had to rehearse, no? That is the nine months. So I started off in June and then uh, finished everything in February. And uh, about half of March, I was uh, rehearsing and all that. And uh, one March morning, uh, eight o'clock, I started nonstop. I stood. I said, I won't even sit down. Oh my God. 24 hours, I stood and 24 hours continuously, nonstop, I spoke. Three hours each capsule. One of family, friends, rotary, adventure, uh, wine, fine art of wine, drinking, public speaking, old Bangalore, uh, pranic healing, yoga, uh, sports and pastime. Uh, all these things I spoke about and the capsule. And the next day morning, I was standing, standing tall right there. And then uh, I had about 12.5 lakhs. Oh my God, that's awesome. But wow. So I told them, see, I told you, no, when I speak, I will earn. So I told the president. And then the uh, president told me, Mauli, you don't know that one corporate sponsor said that whatever money we raise, every rupee, he will match it. Oof. My dream. I had a dream. Oof. 25 lakhs I raised, madam, in that one uh, 8 a.m. to next May, 8 May, 25 lakhs I raised. Awesome. <laughs> and my dream for raising 1 lakh and in one hour and telling everybody it is possible to do. And how much did we spend? You didn't even spend 25,000 rupees. The Oof. hall was ours. You had a photography and video was taken completely and I had some uh, presentations, slides were mine, PowerPoint was mine, I didn't have to spend anybody, coffee tea was served, I paid for it, some biscuits we gave, 24 hours was happening, people bought their lunch or whatever, they came, listened to it, they got some message, they knew uh, they had learned something, so I told them I was not just talking, I was communicating, number two, I was educating them, so they got a message, every three hours that I spoke, every 30-40 minutes, I had a great message for them. Message of life, message of experience, message of sadness, message of humor, happiness, whatever it is. You know, there was a message. So they took down the message. The club made that money. My uh, 6.5 lakhs, what is my, all the people paid. My printing association called me and said, Mauli, I have the one printer, you have done all these things. We don't even know a printer has done such a great job. You please come. The association is, uh, president has taken a decision. We'll give you 5 lakhs right now. Wow. I went to the printing association, collected 5 lakhs. That uh, 6.5 plus this 5 became 12.5 lakhs. Next morning. Mm-hmm. And the corporate sponsor, president called up and said, Murli bhai ne kar diya hai, ya, pura 24 baat kar diya hai, sir. He said, mm-hmm. kitna collection kiya? Sir, sada bara lakh aagya. Thikai, sada bara lakh chak, mere se le le. Oh my God. So, 25 but, lakhs. Isn't it tiring? 24 hours standing, it's unbelievable. Nothing happened. I've been inspired by people, Gopal sir, who has spoken for 90 hours continuously in Bihar and Madhya Pradesh in Nepal. So, I was not going for records. If they can do it, I can. For me, 24 hours, no. So, immediately I knew I had 24 hours, nothing will happen to me. What will happen? Oh my God. So your mind was very, very strong then. Yeah, yeah. I came next day morning. I waited, had breakfast, went home, had fun. I went to the party next evening also. <laughs> wow. This is amazing. <laughs> so uh, what are the three tips uh, which you would like to give to people who are listening to this uh, particular <laughs> episode? <laughs> yes. Number one. Always listen carefully. It teaches a lot of lesson. Only when you listen carefully, you can communicate well. Number two, never give up on um, anything. People will say you are good, you are bad, you are just whatever. Don't let people judge you. Okay. Let them evaluate you. Ask them to give the only opinions. Okay. And then keep that opinion fine. That um, never call that as a feedback. Take it as a future forward. Always look at whatever people say as a future forward for there for you. And number three, always remain fit because the moment you're remaining fit, 
and um, mentally you're agile and physically you're fit. And only then I think you can perform being an entrepreneur, being a speaker, whatever, whatever measure you're taking it. I think uh, fitness level has to be very good. It doesn't mean that you go to the gym 20, 20 you know, to half an hour, every two hours and then practice. No, no, it's not like that. Fit meaning just make sure that you're flexible because if you're flexible in your mind and body, my friends, you'll be flexible in your business too. It's wow. nonsense. But the fact is that, well, it contributes quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And I always believe in the P principle. If you can follow that, it will be a great, um, a great one, which I always advise people. One is, uh, first is the uh, passion. Uh, we all know P is very important because when I run out from here, now I use the loo. That is the uh, P. It's uh, inevitable. All is to go. One is passion. Do anything with passion. Passion is not actually a plan. It's actually a feeling. If you feel good, that's a nice passion for you. First is passion. Anything you do, please do it with enthusiasm. Don't be like all the government employees and the road guys who don't care about what they do, just want money. There's no enthusiasm in doing it. That is why everything is in shambles today. Anything you do, please do it with enthusiasm because that will last long. If you just have passion, just have enthusiasm, does not make any difference to you, my friends. Unless you have 4G, 5G, you heard in your phone, you're very happy. Parleji, biscuit also is happy. But if you don't have energy, very tough. So passion coupled with energy and enthusiasm, you will go afar. Wow. So what is the best advice that you have received? Best advice I have received? Actually, a quote, which one of my teachers told me, which I still follow. And I think that's also an advice because he told me, because this is good. What you wear and what you are has no bearing and what you can be. Beautiful. What is the funniest moment uh, according to you? Yeah, every time I think of it is that I once uh, bought a railway ticket and went on the, you know, the 2nd of May uh, ticket collector and went and uh, showed it to him and uh, he looked at me, laughed, he put his hands around, got down from the train. Then in Canada, typically he said, uh, yes, sir, next month the train will be here. <laughs> I couldn't differentiate between 2, 5 and 2, 6 because I have not read it very well. So I realized that time, my goodness, I, I was really laughing because I used to get my money back. But uh, my, my travel time was, I was supposed to go on that day only. Mm-hmm. So I had to get on from the train, go back, take a bus. Actually, I was not crying. I was I, I was laughing all the way through. The way that he told me, um, you know, yes, sir, you know, for the next month's train, you come off this month only. <laughs> then I realized that how much it makes a difference. You don't read something correctly. But mm-hmm. that guy could have been uh, terrible at me, but he was not terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I realized at that point of time, uh, which I shared with many people, is that I was not irritated mm-hmm. because I didn't get the ticket or something, but I got ignited. Mm-hmm. So these kind of humor situations sometimes ignites you. So that situation I can never forget. So even today, when I go to a theater, movie, wherever I will go, I make sure that, okay, when I'm, am I on time? Mm-hmm. So you have had varied experiences, be it wildlife, be it winemaking, adventure mm. sports also, and you have traveled a lot also. Mm. So what have been your uh, life-sharing uh, learnings from these experiences which you have had? Frankly, how to deal with people. It's so important how you treat the other person. Not only how um, you treat the other person, also make sure how you talk to them. And how you communicate with them. So each culture is different. Each place is different. The way they speak is different. The way they behave is different. So every time I felt my friends is that 
always uh, you know people say he's like that she's like this this is not good that is not good this is bad but actually when you travel when you travel the the advantage that you have is that everybody actually treats you very well they treat you very well they want to know why you have come here why you want to know their culture and they're all very happy to know that you come to learn their culture to learn about their cuisine to be with their people and i'm not come there to fight i've actually come there to uh, love them this love is not an emotional love that's what i realized it's called the decisional love that's what i got to know in all my travels anything from young boy to an old lady they all want to love everybody wants love all these war we talk about today it's completely um, you know baseless everybody wants love that's what i went 20 countries everywhere as welcomed with warmth and love i'm from india i'm from here i'm colored no you are a visitor to a country that's it and in adventure sports what i learned you have to take care of yourself nobody will come to your help you're sitting there at 4000 meters in kilimanjaro peak and then 10 people are following you just because you went up first you will have to go there and you're climbing you have to be there there is nobody to help you will have to do it yourself if you are in that coldness you have to face the coldness if you are heat over there face the heat so it means that you have to take care of yourself how can you take care of other people you can't take care of yourself so that's the lesson i learned in adventure sports that you have to be taking care of yourself control and control yourself only then you'll be in adventure otherwise you won't return here if you look at the himalayas if you look at the deserts and all that i travel minuscule we are nothing in front of them and that minuscule but what's the lesson that i learned so what was your learning from your entrepreneurial journey entrepreneurial journey is um, you have to be there you have to know everything you have to endure everything there is no way that you can uh, escape there's nothing called escapism in a, in entrepreneurship right friends you have to endure everything you have the ups and downs there is no way mm-hmm. every day we are learning mm-hmm. great learning platform today is not like the other day so your vision for your business for the next 5 years See, my vision is to provide my customers under one roof all services under one roof i can outsource it i can take it from there i can import it to whatever i want but i want my customer to come and i'll say boss you want this i'll do it for you wow <laughs> to put men and materials together i told you right in the beginning most difficult proposition Mm-hmm. it's still the most difficult thing to put men and materials together but my vision is that you can do it you it is possible to do it the only thing is you have to make the effort to make sure that person is good so i have to identify the right kind of people the right wavelength mm-hmm. bring them here put them all together and then i can tell the customer all under one roof i can give you everything you want wow. obviously i can't give aeroplanes but <laughs> awesome so uh, before we close this conversation if our uh, listeners want to get in touch with you how do they connect with you my uh, email id is very simple t k c m o u l i t for tirupattur k for kalyana c for chandra so t k c m o u l i mauli no relation to bruce lee by the way t k c mauli at gmail.com that's my uh, mail id and my telephone number mobile number it's the same 98450 and 67838 is the other five so do, are you uh, also very active on social media yeah i have my insta account it's called itzme it's me underscore mauli awesome my insta handle is wow that's my instagram you can check it out awesome same number on whatsapp also uh, 98450 67838 So it was a brilliant conversation. I had a great time. Very light-hearted conversation. 
thank you so much it was and thank wonderful. you so much savita for such wonderful questions giving me an opportunity on this podcast to uh, express what i feel and i'm always an odd person that is why you are number 1 if you're going to be even with everybody <laughs> very sad i don't get even with anybody i always want to be ahead that's why i say future forward <laughs> awesome yeah i'm a hardcore bangalorean born bred and brewed in bangalore okay brewed <laughs> I thank TK Chandramouli from the bottom of my heart for such an engaging and interesting conversation. Here are my few takeaways from this amazing talk which I am sure will be useful for every entrepreneur and listener. The first learning is listen carefully it teaches a lot of lessons only when you listen you can communicate effectively. The second learning do not copy from others be original and authentic the third learning is evolve yourself and enrich yourself don't just improvise fourth learning don't ever give up and allow others opinions to change your decisions the fifth learning remain physically fit and mentally agile to be more productive at work sixth learning when you are flexible in body and mind you will be flexible in business too the seventh learning passion coupled with enthusiasm and energy will take you far Never lose out on an opportunity to learn about cultivating your inner strengths on Dream 100 show. We strongly believe that life is just a play. We win some, we lose some, we miss some and we mess with some. So enjoy your journey and play to the fullest. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dream 100 show. And now make a smart decision of taking the next step towards building your trust and your dreams don't forget to subscribe to dream 100 show and leave a review on apple podcast share your biggest takeaways with us and follow us on linkedin facebook and instagram for more details shoot an email to us This is Savita signing off and catch you soon in our next episode.